Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. I just got back from Young Living's annual convention out in Utah, and I was thinking a lot about the topic of joy. And one of the reasons I was thinking about it is I was just, I just felt so much joy on this trip. And then someone commented on a photo that I had shared, and they said something about joy was just oozing out of me. And I just didn't take that comment lightly, because I remember a day when I didn't feel that way, that I didn't feel the joy the way I do now. And I want to talk a little bit about what I think the difference is between joy and happiness, because I don't think they're the same thing. I think they're very different. And there's some good news about joy. So let's start with the basics. Joy is an internal emotion. Happiness is an external emotion. So joy is created internally. Happiness is created externally. So if joy comes from within, then it's never dependent on your circumstances. It can be created. You can still have joy even in hardship and suffering and pain. And if happiness is based off of external things, it's, it's conditional. It's fleeting. It's not long lasting. So let me give you an example of a couple instances of joy versus happiness. So on this convention trip, I was gone for six days and I got to spend time with two of my dear, dear, dear friends that we have worked together on our Young Living businesses for multiple years, but we only have ever met in person three times. And this was the third time. And just being with them creates so much joy for me. I am able to just live in the moment, be present, enjoy them for who they are. And and when I'm in a state of joy and I'm creating joy from within, what I find is I often feel that joy in just little tiny details like the sun shining at the farm, the wind blowing when it was hot, standing in line at the coffee shop and and listening to the people sing along to the tunes they have playing and but it's all coming from within. Happiness, on the other hand, I sponsored a child through our Young Living Foundation. The 
cutest little preschooler named Stephanie who had chubby little cheeks and these amazing bows in her hair. And part of sponsoring a child as an extra incentive is you got to spin the wheel and see if you could win a prize. And my friends just so happen to be videotaping me as I'm spinning the wheel to win this prize. And I win the premium prize, which is this new diffuser. It's our beautiful wood and glass diffuser. It's called the Aria diffuser, if you're familiar with Young Living. And on my first spin, I won the Aria. And the girl at the booth was like, I'm going to assume you're done spinning. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to take that because it was the best, most valuable prize. But she caught that moment on video. That was happiness. It was because something outside of me created this little burst of happiness. And you see like, first you see shock and then you see the the happiness and I like throw my arms up and I jump up and down and I'm so excited. But 10 minutes later, that happiness had left. It was gone. But I was able to create joy throughout the entire trip. Even when my flight was three hours delayed, even when my brand new sweatshirt, when I after I took it off that day, looked like a Sharpie had exploded all over it. It didn't matter what was happening outside of me. I was still able to create joy internally. So the good news about all of this is that you don't have to have your circumstances all lined up to feel joy. You don't have to have the perfect life, You don't have to be 100% healed from your infidelity journey. You don't have to have the perfect house or the perfect husband or the perfect children or the perfect job or drive a fancy car or carry a Louis Vuitton bag. All of those things create happiness from an external circumstance or event or thing. Joy is created internally. And for me, I feel like one of the reasons I'm able to create massive amounts of joy is because of my belief in my Savior. Because I understand that I am loved wholly and deeply and completely just as I am by Him. And there's just a knowing that Even though there's hardship in life, my life is still good because of Jesus Christ. And that someday I will get to meet him, God willing. So part of it comes from that. It comes from my faith. Another part of my ability to have joy oozing out of me, as my friend said, is that I've spent a long time telling my brain that joy is possible. A long time. So my question to you is, how long are you willing to seek out the joy, to create the joy in your life in order to make it become something that is easily and readily available to you. 
Happiness is fleeting, but joy is long-lasting. It's easily created. It comes with intentionality. And you don't have to be healed in order to experience massive amounts of joy. And I really, really believe that my purpose in life right now, other than being a wife, being a mother, my purpose is to show you how massive amounts of joy are available to you right now without any circumstances changing. Happiness is great. Happiness is fun. And we need moments of happiness in our life, but it doesn't sustain us. It's the same thing when I talk about like true pleasures versus false pleasures. True pleasures are longer lasting. False pleasures are those quick dopamine hits like scrolling social media, eating a cookie, online shopping. Like all of those create this little blurp of dopamine but it doesn't last. Whereas true pleasures and in and from the true pleasure is is where joy is. Joy comes from the true pleasures. So, you know, winning that diffuser was a little a little a little hit of dopamine, a little burst of happiness. My husband su- surprising me with the car that I really wanted and I thought it was really kind of out of our budget was a little burst of happiness. But having that Aria and driving that nice car isn't going to sustain my happiness. Because eventually it just becomes the diffuser that I have and the car that I have. And we can't find joy in things. We have to find joy within. And I want to share with you a little bit of um, how I've done that. I'm going to share some ways with you to help cultivate joy from within. So I'm going to walk you through how I created joy on my healing journey. These are the exact things I did. I'm going to kind of really, I'll get detailed if I feel like I need to. But first, cultivating joy takes conscious effort and practice. You have to get up every single day and decide, today I'm going to cultivate joy in my life. That's the first step. And I just told myself that over and over and over. Today, you will find joy. Then the second thing I did was I I got really focused on the present moment. I put my phone down. I made sure I was a good listener. I, I got rid of distractions when I was with my kids. It, wherever I was with my friends, in my classroom, with my own kids, I just made sure that I was fully present to what was right in front of me. And that took a lot of work managing my mind, and I'll talk about that in a minute. And it's still a practice I continue to work on today because it's very easy with an ADHD brain, to not stay in the moment. But I just made that a, that a priority, to stay present in the moment. The other thing I did was I learned to find gratitude for what was right 
what I had, even sometimes gratitude for things that maybe weren't the way I thought they should be. Uh, I started a gratitude gratitude journal, and I wrote in my journal for, I, I did this a few different ways. I had like a prayer journal where I would like write a full journal page every day, and part of that would be things I was grateful for. So I've done that. I have done a gratitude journal where I just write down three things every day that I'm grateful for. I have gotten away from journaling and just kind of mentally in my head at night before bed thought about what I was grateful for, but I have had consistently for the last 10 years some form of a gratitude practice every single day. And I think it makes a massive difference. Because when you are actually living in gratitude, you don't complain. You just don't complain. You complain a lot less. And when you do complain, it's because you've slipped out of gratitude. And that gratitude helped cultivate that feeling of joy inside of me. Okay, the next thing I did was I just, I engaged in activities that brought me pleasure. One of the things um, that I did a lot was I would go out with friends or I would have friends over. I had one, like one Friday a month, right after school, my teacher friends would come over, they'd bring their kids, the kids would play and we'd open bottles of wine and just hang out, chit chat, disconnect from the school week. And that brought me so much pleasure, which helped me cultivate joy. I prioritized vacations with my children and getting out and going and doing things. We would go for hikes. We would pack picnics and go to the park. And so all of those were things that brought me pleasure. And when you are actively engaging in things that bring you pleasure, you will naturally cultivate joy. Connect with people that uplift and support you. I had the most amazing support system of friends when I was walking this journey. And some of them have stayed in my life and continue to be support. Some of them have moved on because they were there for a season and that's okay. But finding a group of people that uplift you, this same group of friends was not afraid to say to me, listen, girl, put your big girl panties on today and get over that. And I did because I needed, I needed them to remind me like, This is not as big of a problem as I'm making it out to be. Self-care was really important. Eating well, sleeping well, moving your body. Um, I, I like to say that on this journey, I really, really dove in to learning how to love myself. My physical self, my mental self, my emotional self, all of it. So how well are you loving yourself and do you need to do a better job? Because from a place of self-love, you can cultivate joy. And part of that self-love is prioritizing mental and emotional well-being. And for me, that was talk therapy. Later, it was mindset coaching, which is what I now do. It was getting back into my church, joining some Bible studies, joining Adoration Chapel, doing some retreats, learning how to manage my emotions, learning how to create the emotions I wanted in my life, all of of the things I do in coaching with my clients was about, you know, is about prioritizing mental and emotional well-being. 
I also had to learn how to let go of negative thoughts. This is something else that I, that coaching has been the most impactful thing for me on learning how to let go of negative thoughts. It is, it also takes conscious effort and practice to learn how to let go of negative thoughts. But when you do, your ability to cultivate joy expands exponentially. It is limitless when you learn to manage your mind. And one of the ways that we do that in coaching, and one of the ways that I help my clients work through this, is by deciding on purpose what I call a deliberate thought, a thought that you deliberately want to think. And if you're trying to, if you're working on cultivating joy right now, I want you to steal the thought that I practiced for over a year. And it was everywhere I go, I create joy. I want you to take that one and I want you to use it. But you have to do all these other things. You have to focus on the present moment. You have to find gratitude. You have to be willing to engage in activities that bring you pleasure. You have to be willing to connect with people that are going to uplift you. You have to take care of yourself. But if you're doing all of those and you're working on your mindset and you're purposely carrying around the thought, everywhere I go, I create joy. The amount of joy that you can cultivate in your life is immeasurable. The amount of joy that I just cultivated over the last six days, 10 years ago, I had no idea that joy was available to me. No idea. I would have never imagined the amount of joy I have been able to cultivate in my life. And I tell you this because that's exactly what's available to you too. You can cultivate joy in your own life. It is available to you right now in this moment in spite of what your husband or partner has done or is doing, in spite of an imminent divorce, it, it is available to you today. And I want you to start practicing cultivating joy in your life. Okay, friend, go cultivate some joy. That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator Journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love, Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.